0: That was pathetic football. Right, have a look at the board. I've made some changes.
1: Welcome back to Magnet Movers. Episode 19. We're here in the studio. We've finally begun recording. Our first hour was encapsulated by a production meeting... Theology and how the world came to be, but we're here to chat about sport, and we're going to get onto it now. My name's Johnny Bullard, joined
0: as always by Josh Danger Ranger. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Johnny. Not sure I expected that in the intro day, but here we go, mate. We're off. We're off and running. Um, as you said, we, we've just chatted for the last last hour and a half, and we we probably should have finished recording by now, but we're starting, and uh, we're we're starting for the people because we know. They want, they want to hear what's been happening in the world of Magnum Movers the past week. It's been a big week, so we're off and we're, we're ready to go, mate.
1: We are, mate. And speaking of things I wasn't expecting to hear in the intro, yep. I want to t- take us back. Okay. 148 hours ago. Yep. Probably about this time. Sure. There was a big eagle noise. Oh, yes, there was. <laughs> then there was a trigger warning at the start of the pod that I tuned into. So I thought, I just want to say, probably a little bit lucky to have your role still here. That one, that <laughs> that one didn't way. go through the uh, executive committee, of, of which there are two people. Yeah, and um, Well, it went through, it went through half of the executive committee. That is true, and 50% is good enough. That's, That's what we say here at Magnum Movers. That's a, It's a pass mark. It is, and we take a pass, uh, which you may have picked up on by our... <laughs> Current sporting analysis. I think we referred to a basketball player last week um, having a breakout year who's actually not playing for the whole year. (laughs) I got that brought up to me in the uh, in the DM. So who's not playing? Thank you, Barry. I forget his name. Oh. Chat or something. Thanks, Baz. Okay. For reaching out and letting me know that one. I do apologize to, oh, to him and, and his family and everyone invested in his career. I hope he recovers that well. That wasn't Barry Martin, I told you, mate. That wasn't Basil,
0: was it? It was. Oh, the big fella. Mate, geez, Herb. He's Herb. He's all
1: over it, not he? Herb, doesn't isn't miss, he does not miss
0: a thing. He so. does not. He's 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 to the ground type of stuff, isn't he? He's all
1: over it. Yeah. I think he's uh, vying for a role as uh, you know the NBA chief correspondent here at Magnet Movers. And, and it's open. And we're open to it. So send your resumes in. If you know something about anything... Let us know
0: that's right. If you know anything, and you, you've got a bit of sponsorship money, you want to pump, you can yeah. easily get a get a job here at Magnum Movers. We'll Absolutely, mate. We'll plenty of rattle from us off the top. But how did you
1: how did you go across the weekend? Did you watch anything? And uh, how was your week generally speaking? Yeah, no, it was.
0: No, it was good, mate. Uh, watch, watch plenty of sport. Watch the the NFL. My, my Seahawks. Yeah, have I picked them honestly at the start of the season to win four games for the whole year, and we've won four of our first seven. Hello. So I'm I'm very happy, mate. We are surpassing all expectations. So what's that? What's a what's a fair bit of the uh, the T twenty, which we'll talk about very soon. I'm very keen to talk about that. Uh, lots have been happening there. Yeah, um, watch a little bit of baseball as well. it's um, probably any hockey for you this week? And uh, yes, and, and and a fair bit of hockey as well. Oh, talk so, to me about New York sport. Any progression there? Uh, well, they got knocked out the baseball, the Yankees. So, that- <laughs> and I was thinking this could be the year. I feel and, justified as, as Johnny said, this could be the year. But they got to their their version of the conference finals. They got knocked out, and then the. In the ice hockey, they've been up and down. They're, they're still like they're still a very good chance, but they haven't quite been as consistent as you'd hope. So, mm, no surprises again, it, there. It's your mate, your prediction, it's it's looking good early on. I mean, except the Giants, the Giants in the NFL, and the Jets. They got And the Jets, and the Jets. yeah. So, yeah. but wait, what um, what did you catch?
1: Yeah, I caught a bit. T twenty was good, um, especially Sunday night. We'll get to that. Mm. Um, the UFC was on Sunday. It was epic. Uh, a yeah. lot of horse racing on Saturday. Yeah, um, animo, Oof, what a beast! Um, so animo, that I'm going to show animo one, animo one, the Plate yep. very impressive. Um, but yeah, now nah, good, good couple of days of sport for me, and uh, yeah, very excited to get into the rest
0: of the stuff that was on. Let's all right, mate. Let's let's jump straight into the T20. All right, so it's the World Cup at the moment. It is. It's it's huge. Yeah. Let's and there's a lot to t- let, let's chat. Let's start with Australia. Let's okay. start with the Australian cricket team. Uh, last night. Um, well, or, or Tuesday night. Those listening throughout the week, Australia beat Sri Lanka. I wouldn't say it was very convincing. Uh, the the it we won by like seven wickets with like three overs to go, which looks comfortable. Mm. But that was thanks to Marcus Stony sitting like the second fastest fifty in like World Cup history and the fastest in Australian T Twenty history. Stony, like he hit like fifty off sixteen or something ridiculous. Yeah, he makes me feel safe. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of want to like... He's a beast, isn't he? Yeah. He, he just he would... Yeah. He'd he, take care of you. Oh, he's such a beast. Love that from the um, story. So, he made it look good, but as you know, the first game, we got polaxed. Oh, yeah. By the pol... By, no, So the Kiwis. By the Kiwis. Kiwis. By, hmm. by like 89 runs. Yeah. And... Oh, I don't know. So, Tana, what what do you think's going on with this team? They're obviously not performing very well at all. So, What's I going on? personally feel unsafe
1: okay. and scared. Yep. Because the big boys, our mm. big, fast bowlers, who are meant to instill, you know, safety mm. among the Australian people, yep. are being murdered. Yeah, by only someone, Finn Allen
0: primarily. If only if only someone on the podcast last week had, had said this. No, I flagged it, man. I <laughs> <How> deck <dare> you, but <laughs> you were doing it sound like we were going to get, get the kid for eighty, and I said, didn't I, I said? Paddy Cummins and Stark are not bowling well. Mm. And they haven't bowled well. And I feel like,
1: you know, crime on the streets may have escalated. I think so. And, and that is not good. No. Like, I do not like when some Kiwi fella makes 42 oh. off 18 and just demoralises the Australian captain. Yep. The epitome of our country. Just not on. That great golden man. It's just not cricket. It, no. And it doesn't feel right. No. Or safe. No. As I've mentioned.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you, you're obviously feeling unsafe. Yeah. So... Like, what what do you think we do about this? We'll panic firstly. <laughs> sure. We're so, already at that stage. We're panicking,
1: mate. We've done panicking. Okay. What next? Okay, Cameron Green. Yeah. Get in. Get him in. He is... Get him in. Is he just the one we need? I think so. I think so. Lock him in. Like, I th- also think... Put Finch down the order, mate, Put Finch oh, no. a, a, on drinks <laughs> is where he should be. 12th man. about 15th man is what he should We're going to have to go for him, though. They're not going to drop the captain. Like, sure. We can't be off him. No, we no, can't. I'm off him. I'm no, going get off him. He's not an umpire. Because you hate <laughs> umpires. I do hate umpires. But we've got to be on him because they're not going to drop the skipper, and that's okay. They um, they'll sack us. him after this, I think. Yeah. But I reckon get him down the order, get Greening up the top, get Green to bowl some heavy, aggressive stuff yeah. that we like to see. Like, I thought Perth was his chance because he's a, he's a mm. Perth boy. And, um, but that was, you know, you know, good. Oh, I thought he should have played, but yep. maybe we'll see him for England. I don't think nah, so. Who he does he replace
0: if he comes in? Well, I know you want Finch. Mate, I've, I, I've, I've gone through and I've created for you what I think should be Australia's T20 team. Talk to me. So, and let me, let me just say it's quite different. Oh, boy. So, would you like to know how many of the current 11 are in my team? Yes. Uh, five. Oh, <laughs> I've, dropped, I've
1: dropped six players. Is there any returning greats? Uh no. Can I guess the five?
0: Uh go for it. Zampa? No. Nah. Alright, quit. Zampa's out. How do you drop Zampa? Well, because there's a better there's a better spin bowler in the country than him. There's not. There is. There's no for big for Big Bash, there is. I've got Tan Sanger in. Is he Australian? Yeah. Alright, play on. So he's um he's a New South Wales boy and he had for the for the, like the bowls who like the top twenty wicket takers in the last Big Bash. He was second for economy. Do you want to know who's behind? Rashid Khan. The oh, only bloke the, you, the only bloke who was more economical than him was Rashid Khan. And, and Rashid Khan a- is he's a magician with the ball. That's right. Sadly, like he
1: can't be the Australian side, you know? Extremely. Being in the <laughs> Afghanistan side and all that. So you're just taking some bloke out of the spin bash and saying, hey, mate, come in. Pretty much. Mm.
0: Yeah. It's it's a weak start. I don't, I don't <laughs> love. I don't love. All right, I'll hit you with my team. All right, okay, here go we go. On. So opening the open, opening the batting, I've got Cam Green. We've already discussed him. Love that. He's in hot. I've all, I've then gone. This is the probably the most controversial one. Oh I, I've gone Matt Short. Okay. All yeah, right? yeah, Who I really like. He'd a big ball and he can bowl a bit of spin. He can. I've then, the then got Matthew Renshaw at number three.
1: No, no. Have you no. seen his big yes. bash?
0: He's good in the big bash.
1: Yeah, he's good in the big bash, and he's, he's been good. excellent in the shield so far. So good. I think he just made like one twenty four in red the other day. Yeah, which and is like, pretty nice. He
0: he was such a slow test batsy so thing. Oh, he's not be very fast. He's got to play test again, by the way. He he does, but he, he people keep saying, "Oh, we, we need we need Steve Smith in the side because he can hit a runner ball." Renshaw goes at about a straight out of one thirty, just. Consistently okay Batting safe So I think he needs The number three To anchor the innings Yep I've then This one this one I, I can take a leave But he has shown a bit for me So I've kept Glenn Maxillon At four mm-hmm. But as soon as he has One bad game I'll drop it in Okay Alright I've then kept Marcus Stornis at five Yep I mean he just Had the incredible knock I think he's Making number five work I think for keeping I've got Ben McDermott At number six I like that I've then put Mitch Marsh at number seven. Okay. A bit of low hitting. I've then put Tim David at number eight. I've got a specialist batsman at number eight just to whack the ball. Yeah. Then Hazelwood, number nine. I've brought back from retirement. I've brought back Peter Siddle. Oh, Sid. He had such a good big bash. He He took 30 wickets. The big banana. So I love Siddle. And then I've got Sanger at 11. So it means that you've got who can bowl. Green, Shaw, Liberta, Renshaw, Maxwell, Stoyness, Marsh, Hayeswood, Siddle, and Sanger. They can all bowl. Okay. It's a lot of bowling options. It is. So I've only got the three specialist bowls. But I think with that side, I think they go through undefended, mate. Wow. So there you go. There's Should my team. Get Zamper back in, and I'm somewhat on board. All right. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll drop Sanger. We'll put Zamper in. Done. And flick Siddle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'll just make it my team. <laughs> no, I like, I like where you're coming from, though. I think Australian cricket has, and this is typical of Australia. Yeah hasn't been bold for a while. No. And it would be refreshing mm. for Australia to be bold. Yeah. Like, I watched that India-Pakistan game, which I'm sure we're about to get to. Once we finish Australia, mark, I can guarantee the
0: next thing we get into is that. And
1: there were so many players I didn't know from the Indian side who yep. are not in their test side. Yeah. as you look at the Australian T20 side and the test side, they pretty much mirror up. They do. Like, especially the bowling department, you ch- you change Zampa for Lion. Yep. And then the batting department, there's... A fair degree of consistency as well. Like, mm-hmm. I just think, yeah, they need to be slightly bolder with their selections. Yep, as I said, mate, and that's why
0: that's why I've gone bold with my team, mate. I like that. A lot of new faces, and that's what they say about you, mate. That's it, mate. You are bold. <laughs> that is it, mate. Whilst having hair. <laughs> oh, mate, now, mate. Let's let's get back to the cricket, mate. Let, let's let's touch on that. Let's touch on India v Pakistan. Oh, it was massive. It was. Great. the the G. I'm surprised the G's still there. Is it still there? Have we confirmed it's still standing after the ninety thousand people were there? I haven't been there since. Oh, I'll be there on Friday night, and I'll be checking it's still there because I'm I'm Mm. concerned that there had to be structural damage because it was oh it was pumping, wasn't it? That was probably like the
1: best sporting event Mm. I reckon I've ever watched. Wow! Ever? Ever? Wow! Well, name me a better one. Oh, that's a good point. It was a good one. It's <laughs> tough off the dome, isn't it? It is, it
0: is
1: tough off the dome, mate. But no, seriously, it was epic. Yep. Like, everything about it was massive. Yep. The the struggles Pakistan had with the bat early, mm. then they sort of saved it and got to 160. And you're like, ooh, not bad. Then India being, they were like three for 30. I they were four. They were, they were four for. I think they were four for 30, actually, yeah. at some point. And then you're like, well, you've have, have lost this. And Coley was going, won a ball. And you're going, he's a hack. Forget the king. Yeah. And boy, did he come back. Well, the well, king. Did he come
0: back? The All right.
1: king. What a man. Those two sixes off Harris-Ralph. Yeah. That was That's a pinnacle of cricket. That was incredible. And the mm. fact that he just sort of eats your soul. Mm. Like, he was just out there like, I'm going to win this game. Yep. How I want to win it. Yeah. And that no ball six he hit, he bullied the umpire to give him that. Don't yeah. think it was no ball personally. But I just
0: love him. He's just oh <laughs> everything about him makes me happy. <laughs> Look, it was one of the it was one of the best T twenty things you're ever gonna see. Oh like, how good and it was so slow at the start. Like, sorry, oh. Oh, I've lost me. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was and, and, and yeah, you did feel like it was too slow, but he just Always kept them in the game, didn't he? He did. He always kept them in the game. Mind you, Pakistan still should have won. That last over, if you, yeah. want, if you ever want to watch how not to bowl a last over in a, in a World Cup, just watch that last over. It, it seriously begs the question, though.
1: With So with four overs to go, they had two of Harris-Ralph, yep. one of the other bowler who was quite really good as well, and one of their sort of, everyone knew he was the target man. Yeah. What order did you bowl them? Because the I think I go with their logic. You bowl three good ones and put all the pressure on them for the last over, and that was looking like the right move until King Kohli hit two sixes off Harris Ralph and kept him in it.
0: Yeah, look, like they needed forty-eight off sixteen or something. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Thirty-three off nine. I see what you're saying. Like, I, I, still think though to start with, if that's your tactic and you've got an over left in a guy that they're going to go after, I don't think you've, I don't think you've bowled your balls very strategically to start with. Yeah, Like I don't think you're going to fall with four overs to go against your arch rival to have a bowler left with an over like that. Yeah, but I think, think you've you got to bowl, the bowl it though. Yeah, unless you're, you're bowling earlier. Yeah, but he went for twenty the over before. Well, then you then you have an extra. Again, this is where my Australian side's good. Ah. I've got eight blokes who can bowl. Just pat yourself on the maybe back. i <laughs> I've got nine. I've got nine blokes who can bowl. These are the only ones that can't are, are David and McDermott. So it gives you more options. You mm. have to. I think in a World Cup, you have to have options. Because quite often, a bowler is going to get targeted. And you think, well, we don't bowl him again. Let's Agreed. bring in someone else. So I, I think they should have done that. But why would you bowl a full toss? A, a, a waist-high full toss with three balls to go. Oh. And regardless of, like, if it was a no ball or not, it was one of those ones that's 50-50, yeah. I think. Like, it could have been called, it could have not been called. But there should never have be been that option. Agree. Like... I, I think I, I think it deserved to be called no ball because it was just a, t- a terrible <laughs> delivery. Sucked. Like, what was he
1: doing? What about the the strength of, of Ashwin to stand up to the wide? Oh, oh it was gutsy, wasn't how it? How do you not follow that?
0: Oh, I don't know. It, yeah, it would easy just to clip as well. You oh. clip down leg side, but... Um, yeah, that, I, I watched that I was like, wow. But that again, is, why are you bowling down there? Well, he was trying to follow him, I think. Yeah, but I re- and he, then he didn't go. Just just bowl out wide on off stump. He can't reach it. Just pack your offside field. Bowl out wide off stump. Done.
1: Yeah. Well, they what did he need? He needed like two. They had two. Yeah, two off the last ball. Yeah, and then oh, like yeah, India as an outfit was just impressive.
0: And how emotional were they afterwards? Oh, that yeah, that was awesome. Very very emotional. But you know, we and there was there was ninety nine and a half thousand people there. And so I want to talk to you about two things. Jeff's written in a question about this, so yeah. I'll touch on that in a second. But. First of all, with the crowd, like such a good crowd, nine and a half thousand people. Yeah, like it was, it, it was the largest ever like um, create crowd that didn't involve Australia in, in Australia ever. Yeah, but other than that, the crowd's have been really disappointing so far. Particularly concerningly, the Australian games. Mm. So the SCG only got thirty four thousand. Yeah, reported and, it was a sellout as well. Don't know where the other, don't know where, <laughs> don't know where the other fourteen thousand people there, mate. Us. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, I, I couldn't find. I don't know. I don't know if they've released the Optus Stadium numbers, but they're only expecting twenty five thousand, and it sort of looked like that. Mm. Um, and then oh, to add to that, you, you might say, "Oh, we're only playing Sri Lanka It's a World of Cup," but Sri Lanka v Namibia in Geelong got sixteen thousand people when the capacity due to renovations is eighteen thousand. Yeah, So they pretty much sold that out, Sri Lanka and Namibia. So, mate, Aussies aren't going to watch their team at the moment.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the, the broadcast options. Possibly. Yeah, but you would like to see a bigger crowd. This Friday has to be massive, doesn't
0: it? It has to be. Even Australia. Oh, surely. If it's not, like, if it's not, Cricket Australia have to look into what's going on. Yeah. Because if you can't pack stadiums at a, at a World Cup... Like when are you going to pack them?
1: Yeah, exactly right. Or oh, I just don't think Australia has embraced T Twenty yet. Well, and I'm a little bit in that camp.
0: And look, I, I am too. I'll, I'll still be there, but like it's not my Behind favorite. glass, of
1: course. Can't park oh. under the G type of stuff.
0: Of course, mate. Mm. Um, <laughs> but like with it again, it comes out to a point. Like they just, I don't think Cricket Australia have embraced it well with their the way that they play with their team selection. Do you think it's because we're just like not that good at it, we don't care? Quite, quite.
1: But and I like that attitude. It's like, oh, we don't like, we don't care, because we can't be sad about losing something we don't care about.
0: Yeah, and I think and I
1: invest in that logic because <laughs> I'm not sad if we lose because we don't care collectively as an Australian public.
0: Yeah, no, I like we like the tests and we win them. That's look, that that is true. I think the thing again though is that, like, so the way that people potentially get into the cricket is watching the Big Bash. Yeah, and then the blokes you watch the Big Bash aren't in the Australian T20 cricket team.
1: Oh, there has to be some reform so,
0: there. So, and that comes back to my issue. The, the blokes I listed are blokes who play Big Bash, who play Indian Premier League, who play the, the 100, Like, they're blokes who play T20 cricket.
1: Yeah, I, I would love to see in the next five years that the Australian Test 11 and yep. the Australian T20 11 yep. do not have a single player in common.
0: Yeah, I like it. Well, oh, man, I've got a solution for us. Talk to me. We need a coaching change. Coach of the T20 cricket... Coach coaches, Bailey no, and... Co-coaches Oh yeah Johnny Boland And Josh oh, Ranger Oh hello Get us in there Let's, We'll move some magnets what do, we wanna, what do we coach T20 Yeah T20 We coach the, the, the Australian T20 side yeah. You're um, the bowling
1: coach On the batting coach And we'll say boys Wear some white And play for five days we like <laughs> test matches <laughs> <laughs> Nah but I couldn't agree more mate. We yeah. could get in there well, And shift we'll, some magnets we have we done For 35 after 20 overs <laughs> i say we, boys We just wait Because
0: the bare ball will come and when right. it does,
1: we'll put it away. We'll tonk it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but mate, I've, all right, we've uh, we've got a question from Jeff, mate. Okay. So and look, this is um this is this has been. Can uh, I guess? Of course you can, mate. Is it India Pakistan Test match it, in Australia? It is, mate. Well done. Yes. There we Couldn't go. Couldn't agree
1: more, Jeff. There we go. Sorry, so, sorry to steal your thunder. No, Talk that, to that, me.
0: that's fine. So first of all, he said. Um, He's, he's asked me um, if he can lend me a, a golf club or a weapon of my choice okay, to to deal with those ridiculous screeching noises that have been made on the podcast. Okay, um, so mate, Acknowledged. Yeah, the Eagle standard is not popular. Mm. Um, but, yes, he's then said he's, he's got a wait for Cricket Australia to make enough money to pay off the national debt, <laughs> is what he reckons. Big on do. reform,
1: Jeff. Um, he so loves reform. He does.
0: So they should host a Pakistan v. India series with MCG every year. Could be a three-by-two. Three with T20s, three ODIs, and a Test. <laughs> <laughs> He's got seven matches logged in, um, and he said not only great bowlers, but unlike the Aussie bowlers, they know how to take wickets and provide a contest. What do you think from Jeff, the Ideas Man? I love it. Firstly, I love when you nickname yourself yeah. Jeff, the Ideas Man. Yes, he, is, yeah.
1: Is there a little like it's like J Tim, Jeff, the Ideas Man? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Go so J Tim, thanks J-Tim. for writing in. I don't know, that nickname could be workshopped. I, I think it will be workshopped, yeah. Slightly. Yep. But no, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good point. A really good point. And mm. I'm so on board with the especially the test. Yeah. Like, and and the T twenty. And I just think India and Pakistan should just play world cricket and no one else should. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> it's just the Ashes and then India V Pakistan. Who mm. else like no, nah, it's it's a great suggestion and I would love to see it and clearly yeah. there's an appetite for it. Oh, hundred percent. So yeah, I
0: I'm all, all about it. Yeah. What do you reckon? No, I'm, I'm with Jeff. I think I think there should be a test every year for India v Pakistan. I mean, yeah, maybe chuck it in Australia. It's a safe place. We can have hundred thousand people there. I think with the ODIs, I think it's pretty simple. Bring back the old Tri Series. Hello. There was nothing better than the old Tri Series. So Australia, India. Can you imagine Australia, India, Pakistan Tri Series? That'd be awesome. It would be like every game would be massive.
1: And I feel like everyone cares. Yeah. Like about those teams. Yep. Like so, I don't know who's coming this summer. I think Sri Lanka for well, the tests. Know. Or uh, no,
0: West Indies. West yeah. Indies, yeah. West Indies, who couldn't make it to the, <laughs> the World Cup for T20. We've yeah. got, and T20 is their strength, we've got for the test match series. Yeah, they'll so. be all three day tests. If that. Yeah. I reckon they might get done in two days. Pathetic. <laughs> if West Indies, if we bat first, mate, and make 400, we could get them out, you know, twice, about 80. Yeah, so, I couldn't um, go more. Um, I don't think it'll be a great test series. But no, I think, so I think get the, get the try series going. Um, but I'm with Jeff. Bring it, Get him over here. 100%. Put it in Australia. We yep. need it. Lock and now people will watch it. <laughs> I think so. But, mate, um, that's probably enough enough cricket talk now. But speaking of debt, and a sport that is in debt is netball. It is. And we touched on this last week. And it's continued to evolve, this story. So, last week, we had um, the... Um, Australian netball player. Um, what, is it Wollum? Is it? Wollum? It is. Yep, that's it. Um, and so she was saying that she wasn't comfortable with the Hancock sponsorship. Yep. Um, and it's evolved, mate. Tell us what's what's happened since.
1: It has. So there's obviously not a lot of negative press regarding that. It seems to be a bit, bit of a divide between like the Netball Players Association and Netball Australia. Mm-hmm. Lots of negative coming towards Hancock, and uh, subsequently they've pulled their sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Uh personally, I think it's probably fair enough. You do the sponsorship for, for good publicity and help with sport and uh it ultimately wasn't really appreciated. No. Um I understand the the concerns and it makes sense. I think there has to be some acknowledgement that Gina Reinhardt is quite active in the in the space as well, yep. which doesn't forgive the comments of her father, but it also says, like, you know. We are like, there has been some progression there. Mm. Up there, Jenna Ryan Art's heavily involved in rowing and swimming at the Australian level as well. Yep. And I just think at some point, when there's, you know, the future of the game is on the line and the comments were made over 40 years ago, and the current, you know, owner, boss, big dog mm-hmm. is progressing and is quite active in the indigenous space, there might have to be a little bit of. You know acceptance there mm. that's just me, what sure. do you think sure
0: you know I, I certainly I certainly yeah see certainly see where you coming from but i I think I think the issue here doesn't actually lie with the with with what was said forty years ago and the play I think it lies with with netball Australia I think they have like gone about this the most absolutely unprofessional way like this has been a disaster from the start the fact that you know that they should have they sh- right from the start they should have Taking this player to the side, got the player association, got the sponsor in there, and be like, "All right, guys, what are we going to do about this? Let's sort this out behind closed doors right now, and before the deal's done." Yeah, and, and let's come to an agreement. And the deal got done, even if it hadn't been at that point. Let's let's work through this now. We obviously understand it's a sensitive issue. Let's get this done. Let's get this sorted. The press has just gotten hold of this. Let's get it sorted before it all blows up, and we can all move on. And we can, yeah, we can work out we can work out a way forward. Yeah. Where, where, where no one where no one gets uh, emotionally hurt, um, you know, and where where the player doesn't feel uncomfortable enough to wear it, we can we can work through that. Is it she you know she would like an she'd like an apology from Hancock? Is it that um we sit down and we do some more indigenous training with Hancock with Netball Australia? Like what are the solutions? Yeah. But instead, Netball Australia have just like botched this so badly. Like yeah. the fact that like a sponsor pulled out, because as you said it was negative press, and I certainly don't blame Hancock for, for pulling out like why would you keep sponsoring a sport you sponsored for you know the, the team for like two weeks and it's all been negative about comments yeah. that made foot like why would you continue to sponsor like Netball Australia for me have just botched this so badly like this is the most unprofessional way to run a sport it's no wonder they're in so much debt and like this is not going to help
1: no it certainly isn't I guess from, from our perspective it's a little bit easy to sit here on the outside as to Um, Aussie blokes but if you do have a differing opinion and you know you're a little bit closer to it definitely let us know where the you know the other side of the fence let us know what you think because we're sitting here and this is the way we see it but you know we're open to being wrong and and told why that you know it might be more sensitive or more problematic than we're Mm. kind of addressing it as at the moment
0: yeah yeah that's fair mate but look as I said and now yeah, now they need to find another another sponsor in Ball Australia. Yeah, with so.
1: the eleven million dollar hole they're in, That's and right. the way their last sponsor was treated. Yeah, I don't know, mate. Like, I think if sports and I guess any business that takes on sponsorship um, is going to deal this way uh, and deal based on comments that were made forty years ago, there are a lot of businesses that are going to be pretty like tentative about sponsoring people. Yep. So, yeah, nah, it's tough a, stuff, mate. It's, tough it's a, stuff.
0: It's a murky space. Mate, let's um, let's 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 chat UFC. Oh, you want to talk UFC, mate? Yes. Talk to me. What's been going on? You're a big UFC
1: fan. I love the UFC. You it, do. I'm probably what they'd call a casual. Yeah. <laughs> sort of tune in for the <laughs> okay. For so the maybe I'm a big
0: fan. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a big fan when there's something exciting about yeah, okay. to happen. And on Sunday there was a big fight for the lightweight title between the current well, former champ now Charles Oliveira. Okay. And the the up and coming Islam Makhachev. Yeah. So. For those that are unaware Islam Markachev is out of the Khabib Namagomedov gym who, These Khabib, are great names
0: by the way It's not yep. bad
1: eh So Khabib is widely accepted as the greatest UFC fighter ever yep. He had a record of 29 and 0 And Decent. retired from the sport Probably while still in his prime 28, 29 years old yep. um, Just you know He was done So <laughs> Enough he, I think his father passed away And he said to his, his mum Like one more fight and I'm done Okay Super religious person and sort of like he the the way he trains is very like eat sleep pray that's it sure. and train sure. like he's yep. and Islam Markachev is the same he's just just an absolute weapon mm-hmm. and uh, he dispatched all of our two rounds just
0: oh dominated that's that quick yep.
1: Um so now he's the lightweight champ and after the fight he called out our man Alexander Volkanovski oh the Aussie hello hello and so is the featherweight champ, which yep. is the weight division below. Yep. And he said, he said, after the fight, I'm not going to do a accent, but he said, where is that little man? Oh. <laughs> and Volkanovski comes into the ring and they start chirping. And uh, so that was pretty good. Yep. And so the rumor is now that in Perth, in February, there's going to be a opportunity for Volkanovski to fight Kib- uh, not Kibbe, uh, Makhachev, Okay, And the winner, if he wins, he'll be the lightweight and the featherweight champ which go. is a big deal. In two weight divisions to be the champion, that's incredible. Yep. Um, if I was to give an early prediction, Markachev could get it. Oh, it he's an absolute weapon. It yeah. is, it's scary how good he is. So, but no, it was, it was really impressive. And then also our man, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Okay. He, uh, he, look, he's, a, <laughs> if you haven't looked him up, he's a, he's a fair character, face okay. tattoo type of gear. Nice. Um, yep. All out. Yep. He fought the number one, uh, fighter in the bantamweight division. Okay. And for a bit of context for those who aren't quite aware of, you know, rankings and that, um, this Sugar Sean O'Malley was paying $3.50 to win. Okay. So he was not a favourite. He didn't, did he? He got him on points. He didn't. He got oh! him. He got him. So it was the absolute sugar show on oh, uh, sugar Sunday show morning indeed. in Abu Dhabi. But nah, mate, the UFC was epic. It's in a good place. And, uh, Let's hope Volkanovski can uh,
0: beat Makhachev. I think Volkanovski gets him in the first round, mate. He's our man, isn't Just he? Just you watch. We love him. Oh, love Volkanovski. He'll, 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 it's all, he sucked him in. This, yeah. this guy's thinking, oh, I got Volkanovski easy. Volkanovski's going right where he wants him. He does. He, he'll he suck him in. Easy, yeah. easy win. My gaps <laughs> 100% What You know, I love my mind gaps, mate. You do. So... He's, um he's he's got him so so when's when's the Perth one mate when's that gonna be? It'll me? be in February. So the Perth
1: okay. card is already like scheduled for February. It's yep. whether they put Volkanovski Mukachev on that card. Surely. So I think so. Like there's plenty there's plenty of time. Mukachev is going to be like an active fighter. He Want he wants to just defend the title as much as he can. Okay. So I reckon it's a lock. And volkanovsky he was the emergency for this fight as well. Oh, so okay. In UFC, if one fighter doesn't make weight or gets injured or whatever and pulls out, they have an emergency for the main events, so it doesn't oh, like yeah. not go ahead. Yeah. So Volkanovsky was trained and like ready to go. He was going to fight either one if the other one pulled out. So
0: Volkanovski is ready. Oh, he's up and about. He's, he's a gun, gun
1: as well. I love him.
0: Are you going to head over to Perth for it, mate? Yeah, I'll be
1: there. Obviously, yeah, nice. you know, um, behind,
0: behind glass, mate. I <laughs>
1: wouldn't have thought. I'll be at the punches. Uh, we'll be at the back and uh, you know just trying to do our best to get a view of the ring. Yeah. No, that, that's
0: fair. I look forward to hearing about your trip to Perth in, in Feb, mate. That nah, should be good. Um, mate, another thing that you're, mate, it's just your passions in a row here. Another thing you're passionate about, mate, is horse racing. I'm passionate for about six weeks of the year. Floating
1: passion. Okay. A bit like the floating criteria of the Magnet Mover of the Week. Just a little bit Which mate. we won't touch on yet. Okay.
0: <laughs> Talking about you, you, in our, our pre production meeting, you are like, I want to talk about horse racing. I do. And talking I, about what... And you, you've got a bit of a bee in your bonnet here. What, I, what's going on?
1: I do. So, horse racing, everyone knows, is an industry heavily, heavily fueled by gambling. Very heavily. That's fine. I love a flutter as much as the next bloke. Sure. But when... I listen to a lot of, like, sports media sort of commentary-based gear. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it around, say, the Cox Plate, for example, was... Oh, Animo's the best horse. Animo's yep. going to win. Yep. And that was, like, the first 15 seconds of the interview. These yep. are the, the experts. Yep. And the next 7 to 10 was... This seconds is what, or minutes? Maybe not. Oh, minutes.
0: Okay, yeah. And sure. probably
1: not seven. Okay. Or ten. Probably okay. like four. Sure, sure. Yeah. In all honesty. Okay. But the, the next majority. Period of time. And yep. yeah, the overwhelming overwhelming majority was telling the the listening public why someone else was going to win. It was sort of like Adam is going to win, but I'm putting my money on him. I think he's going to win. He's paying this much. Let's get on this guy. He's going to win. And this is how he's going to do it. Okay. And so I walked away from listening to these. And there was a few, there was Al Bodogon. There was, who was the Zaki, alligator. Like, as I said last week, anyone could have won it. Yeah, Hanemo had, was the best horse. Made.
0: Was it alligator, bloodhead?
1: Oh, Led the whole way. Him and Zaki were at the front the whole horse. race. Yeah, okay. And he got taken over Jeez, late. Because
0: people, people just lost their houses after I said to put your house on it last week. Sorry. This is true. Sorry, guys. Sorry, keep going, mate. Keep going.
1: And we've got room for you at the stew <laughs> if you don't have a house.
0: <laughs> but no, I just, it just kind of
1: rattles me when, like, if you're an expert and you yep. know the best horse is animo yeah why are you spending the majority of the time pumping up somebody else mm. like when the you know people listen to experts to to punt yeah and if you're punting you don't want to bet on the you know get sucked into this old fellow who's not going to win yep. so
0: i don't know it just annoyed me like just say animo's going to win and then end it there yeah but man, what you gotta remember here and this is this surprised me from you mm. i wouldn't think you'd be, you'd be coming from this angle because you you love the build up in theater. If you have a horse that's everyone saying they're going to win, this is the only horse that's going to win. Lock them in; they're a certainty. People aren't going to watch. Like it's kind of like, wow, they're going to win. Okay, great. Well like, they've got to build it up. Otherwise, people don't get excited for it.
1: You know what's great? What's that? If you put a hundred dollars on a horse you know is going to win, and then you have two hundred dollars after it does win.
0: <laughs> that that that's true. But- significantly
1: better than putting a
0: hundred dollars on a horse that after it loses you have zero. Look, this, this, I can't argue with that. But what I'm saying is people aren't going to watch or maybe I'm going to watch if it's just like, yeah, this horse is going to win, this is going to win. If it's a certainty, people aren't going to be as interested.
1: That's true. And there's no certainties, obviously. So I, I respect that if you're a, a punter and you think maybe, you know, this horse could win and obviously anyone can win. Like, yeah. I, I, it just got to me a little bit when every expert started being sure. two with Animo's the best but then their overwhelming spear was get on somebody else. Sure, yeah. And like, you know, yeah, you're right. maybe it builds it up, but I just feel sorry for all the people that didn't put money on Animo.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. And look, are they sponsored by the the betting companies, these experts?
1: Oh, a lot of them work for, oh, I don't know, maybe indirectly, I guess. Like, if you work for Channel 7, you are sponsored by betting companies. Or if you work for, you know, Country Racing Victoria, you are sponsored by betting companies. Because I imagine
0: the betting companies probably want you to split your money. Like, they don't want 90% of the pandas being on Animo. And Animo wins. Well, then if ninety eight percent of
1: the punters get on Animo, Animo becomes like a dollar ten, and then so if you put a hundred dollars, you get a hundred and ten back, so ten dollars profit. Yeah. So absolutely. then it becomes not worth betting on.
0: Yeah, but once, like at that stage, everyone's just been on that, and the experts are still saying even if it's dollar ten, bet on Animo. Like that's all they're saying. People aren't going to bet on other horses. That's true. So maybe maybe they're you know trying to get a bit of a spread mate going on.
1: Well, I think they probably are. Yeah. Just. Grows the value for the winner, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's we can add about two dollars forty. Not bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there you go. Well, bad luck to was it crocodile or alligator blood? Which which alligator blood? blood? Bad luck to alligator yeah. blood there. We're um, going to buy
1: a new studio if he won. <laughs> <laughs> so we're but, still here. <laughs>
0: and uh, have we got the Melbourne Cup on next week, mate? We do on Tuesday. <clears throat> uh, do we know who's in there? Have you got any, any predictions? Oh, I don't know who's in the Melbourne Cup. No. Do we know who's in it? I haven't studied the form yet. We've got yeah, Derby okay. Day this week first, so um, yeah, okay. we'll
1: get through that. And then on to Tuesday. I'm actually working, so. Oh. that's
0: On a public holiday, mate. Yeah, we'll take the double. Oh, jeez. Hard work for you, mate. There we go. Yeah, it's
1: not easy. Hey,
0: yeah. And I'm, ironically, the non-horse race. I'm not i'm not working so i'll watch it and you won't but that'll be quite an interesting segment next week me was
1: maybe you can do the near. horse racing
0: analysis yeah I'll, I'll, I'll have to mate i mean i don't know who's in it just no, horse number five we don't add a dollar to the course whatever i don't know i don't know but whatever number five is mate get behind it this week uh, my favorite number is number five okay. so get behind that horse we'll there, get on <laughs> it. there's my prediction for like it. that gosh it'd be funny if it gets up Would be? um mate let's um let's move on we've got a, we've got a listener question Hello. Listener question. Repeat question. Writer from Victoria. So thank you, Victoria, for writing in. Thank you. You're almost. You're, you're one question. I've been a fan of the show. One question. Yeah. So and can, we hope you can get that. That's right. Because I mean, as I said before, three questions. You're officially a fan of the show. Yeah. Or a friend of the show. Um, Jeff's there. Jeff. I mean, Jeff is Jeff's beyond it, isn't he? Jeff. I don't know where Jeff is. He's he's almost the show. Let's be honest. Yeah. Let's but, be real. Um, to be yeah, to be a fa- to be an official friend of the show. Three questions. So Victoria, one more and you there, but she wants to talk about the footy.
1: Yes. We miss the footy.
0: We do miss the footy. We miss the footy. It's only about 20 weeks till it restarts. It so makes me sad. Counting down. But so. we've got, we got the draft. We've got the, the draft soon, mate. So we'll talk about the draft in, in a couple of weeks. We can. Um, but so her question is, what are some um, pet peeves or dislikes you have about going to the footy? She said, obviously going to the footy is the best. However, get on my nerves and the opposition supporters start trash talking the players on my team as if they have a coach's degree. And then she says, like, mate, I'd like to see you in the ground with your meat pie and hot dog. That's true. So she doesn't like people trash talking. And then she said, also, when these supporters try to be punny and make nicknames for the flyers, for example, at the Brisbane versus St Kilda match, St Kilda supporters were saying Mick stayed, more like McLeave. I think that's a leak, by the way. You like that? Um, or, Mc, or McLuggage, more like get your luggage and go back home. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that's a leak. <laughs> She said, "If I'm being honest, it's pretty funny after the match, but in the moment, it's not what you want to be hearing screamed in your ears." I feel like saying Max King, more like Max Loser, after he scored five behinds. Not as strong, I'm afraid of Victoria. Work work on it, workshop. Um, (laughs) Anyway, what are your dislikes about the footy, or do you have any experience hearing players' names turned to puns? Um, Go lines from Victoria. PS, stop the candle segment; it's embarrassing. So she does not the candles, mate. Mm. Bit of feedback for
1: you. I now no longer want to acknowledge this segment. No, we love
0: <laughs> we love the candle segment. Um, yeah, we no, oh, we do. Okay. But first of all, Victor, thanks for writing in. We appreciate yeah, thank it. thank you. But, mate, do you, do you want to start? Have you got some, some pet peeves or dislikes at the footy?
1: Um, I hate... I really dislike um, supporters, like, eating their own. Like, if you're a Collingwood oh, supporter yeah, sure. and you're going off at Collingwood players, I'm okay. like, get a grip, mate. Like, yeah, okay. you're not helping. Sure. And also, he's trying his best. Yep. And also, you support him. So, if you want to go for the other team... Go for the other team. Oh, mate. Yeah, okay, Don't yeah. fake being a Collingwood supporter and be like, oh, I hate Collingwood players. Like, grow up. What if it's like one
0: player in particular?
1: Yeah, worse. Okay. Like, I hate it. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, if you're there and you're just 100% biased to your team, mm-hmm. I think. And sure. I, yeah, I really don't like seeing that. Okay. So that one gets to me. Yep. But I don't mind McLeave Yeah. <laughs> because he left and came to Collywood.
0: So I hope he stays there.
1: All
0: right, that's me done. I like that. Matt, I'm uh, I'm not sitting with you at the... Excuse me. I'm not sitting with you at the footy, is what I Yeah, because right. you're behind glass. Because I ain't my own, mate. <laughs> no, I do. you don't. Oh, why? I mean, if I went for Hawthorne, I probably would too. Oh, <laughs> I asked for that. No, it's just, it's just wanted, like, oh, man, he's gone there. But Tom Phillips last season, every time we played... Good oh, Collingwood man. Mate, he... So there's all that, like... I feel like like twenty of the players, I'll be like fully supportive or twenty one. Yeah, but there'll be that one player, and for, it was Tom. Phil- this year, I'm feeling pretty good about the list, but last year it was Tom Phillips. It was like, oh, you are hopeless. You turn the ball over every time. So he was mine. But I think probably something that, that grinds my gears, and probably like a lot of people, it's just like just when people just like are swearing so much, and it's just like it means like families can't. Can't sit near there. So I went. I was at the Brisbane Melbourne semi final, mm. and there was these these group of like sort of um probably seventeen eighteen year old males, about ten of them, and just like we had like two or three families move away from the area because like what they were saying just like was not appropriate for the ears of kids. Mm. So that's something that grinds my ears. And then yeah, probably the other thing is just like just yeah, just yelling random abuse just like for no apparent reason. <laughs> like I don't mind if a player stuffs something like yeah, lay into them. I love that. I also even like the nicknames. But like, Have you got any? Oh, uh, I can't beat those two. Those are those that, that, that McLuggage will like get your luggage and go home. <laughs> I can't beat that. That's um that is that is absolutely that is absolutely elite. Um and I'll be honest, man, Hawthorne supporters aren't very original. So mm. what, what they come up with around me is not Not great. Not not strong. So um but, yeah, so I, I, that's probably some of my pet peeves. Yeah. Um, the abuse doesn't annoy me so much.
1: Okay. I'm a little bit like if you pay your ticket, you can sort of say whatever you want. Sure. I get the element that it might be a little bit offensive for families. Yep. But, like, also just a part of it,
0: isn't it? Well, maybe, but I don't think, like, you don't want to turn families off because then in 20 years time, they'll be on the footy. That's true. Or they uh, they learn some words and go to school make everyone laugh on the Monday. <laughs>
1: I don't know about that. Man. I just remember being <laughs> at Brisbane and Collingwood when I was probably like six or seven. Oh, goodness! And Collingwood lost by like ninety points. And <laughs> was it Jared? I think Jared Brennan kicked seven. Oh, okay, like, like it was wow. diabolical. And I just remember some bloke, Brisbane supporter, he was above me, and I'll never forget this. And he just yells out, "Oh, I actually probably can't say exactly what he said." Sure,
0: maybe maybe let's let's, let's use a family-friendly version. Oh
1: well, it was a bit like something off. Dale Thomas, you effing show pony! Okay, and yeah. It's obviously lost a lot of its effect because of the lack of swearing on the pod that we uh we sign up to. But hearing that, I was just like, oh, that's harsh. <laughs> 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 but hearing my hero Dale Thomas, being referred to as a show pony, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was
0: very funny because he was a bit of a show pony back in the day. Yeah, okay. Now I remember, um, I remember going to a to a Hawthorn North Melbourne game, and there's probably like a. Sort of was a, a favourite moment of mine. And um, it was probably maybe seven or eight years ago when Hawthorne were quite good. And North, Hawthorne weren't playing well the day. And Sean Berger kicked to go against him in three goals. And these North supporters just in front just, like, laid into him. Okay. And they laid into me because I was the only Hawthorne supporter around there. But they laid into him saying, like, he was rubbish, Hawthorne were rubbish, go home, there's no point, you're going to lose. Yeah. Hawthorne then kicked the next eight goals of the game. Oh, and nice. it was, like, the greatest moment <laughs> I've ever made up for And so, like... You know, I made sure these North Melbourne supporters knew. By the, and we won by like five or six goals as a, as a result. And I made sure they knew in front of me. Let me at every goal, I made sure they knew. So. And that's the thing about the footy. Like, I, I'm a, this is another pet peeve. Yeah.
1: Once the siren goes, it's over.
0: Yeah, like, fair. That, that, I, that's, fair. that's fair. During
1: yeah. a game, if it's Colin Hawthorne, I'll probably like, hate you somewhat. Yep. Actually, no, I do. Not even somewhat. Thanks, man. But like, once that siren goes, we're back to being normal mates. Like, I, think,
0: I think once the siren's gone and you've sung the song. Yeah,
1: exactly. You sing the song. Some bitterness with the song, isn't there?
0: (laughs) There is a lot of bitterness with the song. But, like,
1: I just think it's so childish and, like, gross when people, like, take their football beefs outside of the footy. Yeah. Like, people that fight at the footy, like, get a grip. Like, mate, you don't have an impact on the game. Like we, you, th- we like to think we do. Yeah, exactly. Not I wasn't talking direct because you actually do with your significant do. dollars you contribute to the Hawthorne Footy Club. Of course I do. Mate. If you're sitting the president's function and all that good stuff. <laughs> but I, I just yeah I think it's yuck when people nah, oh, are like yeah. uh, like oh you know, oh, I yeah I don't know you yeah. don't have an impact on the game just because you're sitting there.
0: Yeah no no look I'm, and I think again like with 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 supporters they're like I think a bit of banter between opposing supporters is fine. Yeah I love a bit of banter. But I think when it's getting to the stage where it's abusive and people are feeling unsafe, that's where it's a massive issue. And the game's ended. That, so so <laughs> I remember I was, I was at a, I was, again, Hawthorne North Melbourne. I was at a Hawthorne North Melbourne game, and I, I don't know Marvel Stadium very well. So I was sitting at one end, and it happened to be the North Melbourne end. Okay. And so there was four bays all of North Melbourne supporters. Then, okay. me um, so right. <laughs> then there was me and... So there
1: 16 people there.
0: That's right. And there was me and one other random Hawthorne supporter like right in front of me, and the rest was North Melbourne. Yeah, And it was the game, if you remember, where, where Luke Hodger, Jordan Lewis, like, absolutely smashed smacked a couple of North... Like, one of them coat-hanging one, another punch, another one. So like, the crowd was vicious. Yeah. And there was this Hawthorne to put in front of me, just, like, trying to pick his fight with these North Melbourne supporters. And it was getting quite physical. Oh, boy. And then he was trying to get me involved. Oh, boy. And I was like, this is not going to go well. And like, as soon as the trial went, he's like trying to attack North Melbourne supporters, like verbally and physically. And I've just never left a game so quickly. Yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna get because I was like the only other Hawks supporter, and so they all thought we're together. And like, yeah. I've never met this person before, <laughs> but like, see, so yeah, I think. Have a bit of band, have a bit of fun, but like don't they get too unsafe.
1: Hundred like. percent. And just quickly on the nicknames before we move on. Yeah, I mate. think I've touched on this on the pod before, but when Mick Moldhouse referred to Shade Wellingham as the fifth beetle because oh, no one gives a about him. That's that yeah. is iconic. That
0: is that that is strong. I love that from Mickey. So Yeah. Um he had some good press conferences, didn't he? Yeah, strong. Speaking um, of press conferences, are we excited to have the boss back? For the Saints? We are for the press conferences. Oh, I love him. Not for anything else. Oh, I think he's good. Oh, um, well, I'm excited to see St Kilda fail again, but that's about it.
1: No, I think they could win it next year. No. We didn't want the spoon? Yeah,
0: probably. <laughs>
1: no, I, I think at least St Kilda aren't irrelevant anymore. Oh, I'll give him six weeks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're, they're, they're relevant now when they're, you know, three and five at round eight. They won't be much relevant anymore, so... Yeah, I think. I think. I don't think it moves the needle at all, mate. Yeah,
1: so. you're probably right, ultimately. Um, Speaking of moving the needle. Oh,
0: hello. Magnet Mover of the hello. Week. Hello, we, we got Magnet Mover of the Week. First of all, mate, before we hit it, yeah. can I hit you with a nomination mm. for Magnet Mover of the Week? You tried it last week. It was unsuccessful. <laughs> well, let's see how you go this week. All right. So last week, it was from someone who said something pretty funny in the media. Yeah. And you said no. So I've gone for something else this week. Okay. I've gone for, a, for an impressive performance.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> which probably won't get up for with this like mm. knowing your floating criteria. Um, so mine was, mine is a bloke by the name of Phil Kessel. Have you heard of Phil Kessel? I before? have not. He's an ice hockey player. Okay. Know? He's won two Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh. He on the weekend, sorry, yesterday, my apologies, he equaled what is known as the Iron Man Streak. Okay. Which is the most games played in a row without missing a game. I like that. Have a guess how many games he's played in a row? So this is like obviously normal games and playoffs included. Has never missed one in this streak due to injury, due to suspension. This is a game where like players miss a lot for injury because it's brutal. And it's a long season, so like players normally rest a couple. So like how, how many has he played in a row? 206. Keep going up, mate. 306. He has played... 989 Whoa. games That's impressive. in a row. It's like Jack Crisp. That is. That is, It is incredible. Yeah. So, And he's a man who is known for like in the off season and days off during the season, just like sitting down, having a couple of hot dogs and a beer. Like, he's such a weapon. 989 games in a row, which as I said, includes two Stanley Cups. So they're not just like meaningless games. Yeah. He's a very good effort. So Phil Castle, you are my nomination. The magnet move of the week And once again (laughs) I appreciate Your nomination And I just want to say
1: I've been I've been done again You've come close (laughs) But it's not for you
0: this week Oh mate One week One day I'll get it
1: And I know you mentioned last week How your nomination As someone who said something In the media Didn't quite meet the criteria Yeah However Oh this week It would have wouldn't it uh, as the criteria <laughs> floats, <laughs> this week, it is for a media performance. Oh, it's no. actually for a media performance I didn't love, but it was kind of oh. just so harsh that it was funny. Hello. So. This is a bit unusual. Are you aware of Ian Chappell? The cricketer? Yes. Yes, I am aware of Ian Chappell. Can you give me some, like, his resume? Like, who is he? What has he done? Because oh, I know him as a commentator, but I believe he played as well. well was, was he the Chappell brother that was involved in the underarm?
0: The, the captain at the time? Was that him? I, or was that Greg?
1: I think that was Greg. I don't know, but anyway. He was he's one of them.
0: He played cricket. He, played, he was a decent cricketer. Legend of Australian cricket. I don't actually love him as a commentator, but... Um, anyway, he's coming out this week. Here we go. He said Justin Langer. in regards
1: to Justin Langer, he's a, I don't know why he's considered a legend. He's just a good player to me. The only good thing he's done in his, in his career was having the sense to retire on the same day as Glenn McGarr and Shane Warne. Now, they're proper cricketers. <laughs> Come out and just potted Justin <laughs> Langer for no reason. What? What? There's no apparent reason why. It's just so harsh. <laughs> so for those that don't know, Justin Langer, former Australian coach, also played, averaged forty
0: five. He made seven thousand test runs as a test opener. Forty five, like a very he was a very good opener. Him <laughs> and Matthew Hayden are our best opening partnership of all time. <laughs> like. And
1: he's just Ian was just come out and whacked him. Like obviously he's known for being uh brutal and, and pretty straight down the line but wow I just heard that and thought it's probably unnecessary
0: bit of a drive by but yeah sure there's some history between those two good sense to retire surely. on the same day as two legends <laughs> surely and Charles, there must be something going there right there must be There has to be I don't know
1: much about it so if either of the two parties want to reach out for an interview we're happy to be your platform that's right so Most let me know it. or both oh hello sit down that's right a bit of mediation we can do that that's right Say boys, 100% should we get the blow machine out <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll wheel a few down out. I, dare, I it, mate. mate. Time
0: for the movie review. All right. All right, right. Just set me a line. i for five minutes. <laughs> set me alarm. There we go. Oh, here we go. All right. This week I watched a movie called White Men Can't Jump. Have you seen this film? I have not. Oh, okay. There you go. It's quite a popular film. Mm. stars Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, um, who are two actors who are. They're in, like, some really good stuff and also some trash. Okay. So I was quite concerned watching this film. I was like, this is either going to be really good or really bad. It was quite good, I'm having to report. It was quite funny. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, so so it's a, it's a comedy, and it follows these these two guys who are on the um, sort of American basketball street circuit, which is something, like, that the we don't really have in Australia, but they're like, just go to random basketball courts and bet guys that they can, like, beat them in, like, two-on-two. Two. I love that. Like... <laughs> That's it. So, and yeah, there's a fair bit of hustling and cheating and trying to set up. So it's a bit of a comedy. It follows these two guys. Um, as a as a heads up to parents or families listening, it is not a child friendly film. The language is not at all appropriate. Also, the theme is appropriate for kids. Um, so definitely watch this one when when the kids gone to bed. Um, but it, it's it's quite funny. It's it's a little long. It, like it's, it's an hour fifty, which isn't doesn't seem that long, but like that's a commitment. Yeah, like it would have been a really good hour twenty film. Mm. The last half hour just felt like, guys, you've you've done this segment now. Like you, you you've you've done the idea, finish it off. Okay, so it's getting it's getting three and a half stars. Okay, at the hour mark, I was like, this is going to get it four and a half stars. Wow. but the last forty minutes just felt like a bit long. Okay, so three and a half stars. It's decent um i'd recommend you watch you can say you've seen it but like it's not gonna be on any top 10 lists wow so there you go there's my movie review for the, for this week and um can i just say that i've got some exciting news that product next week but coming up in the next month of movie reviews will be moneyball and i this know you've big. been excited for money this is big as you've you know, been telling me every week watch moneyball yes and over the last week you've, you you've shared with me your netflix password i have so i now have netflix thanks to you yes and moneyball i believe is on there so in fact it was i'm using your account it was on your it was on your what you watch again list so you've watched it on there so i have um so so it is on there so um it will moneyball i don't think it'll be next week i'm probably gonna watch more of a family friendly one next week so like a perhaps a potential cool runnings or something but then the week after strap yourselves in because it will be moneyball
1: Huge! So, it's, it's building the movie review. Nineteen weeks in, it's it, it is it's approaching a crescendo. It, it is, if man. you like, it is. Which I not, do.
0: I'm not quite sure what it's going to do after that, but it is. So, Moneyball it's going to be big because you have you you've built Moneyball up for me. Oh, I love it. I'm expecting like an eight star film, here, mate. Like yeah. you you built this up. So. It's epic. So yeah, I would uh, strongly endorse that. There we go. Now, mate, before we finish up, one last segment for us. Yes, that's and I and look, there's been some been some hit and miss feedback. Some murmuring. So, you know, as you know, Victoria didn't love the birth of this, but I think this is going to become a new fan favourite of this segment. This is your try this on for size segment. Yes. So it's your weekly recommendation.
1: Yeah, and it's just for, for you know, the average people who want to try something.
0: That's that right. Maybe they're not paying enough attention to. That's right. So we've had candles. We have. We've had peppermint tea. We have last week we had going for a walk yes which can i just say did you I, go for a walk i listened to this podcast whilst going for a walk how was it so i listened to you recommending go for a walk whilst being on a walk it was wow. fantastic that's good and how was the walk did you appreciate it i did appreciate it mate. it was fantastic mm. so you know walk around the 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 streets thankfully there was no rain it was fantastic that's awesome So what have we got this week mate hit me with it i I'm, I'm excited and the listeners are excited what have we got for a recommendation this week so last week again yep. i went quite broad very broad, yeah. Okay, so this even, though be- promise is, even though your promises even though you promised us narrow, you you tricked us. No, I've gone narrow this You're way. Sucked, it's fair no, to say. you sucked me in last night. No, all right, no, I'm ready. Come what, with me.
1: All right, I'm with you. I'm on a journey. What have we got? So, what? I this is a, a thing I've done for about five years. Oh wow. Okay. And okay, when I go, I I'll preface this by saying I go for a lot of walks, and yep. I'm quite a heavy heavy stepper. Like sure, my housemates have said to me. They think there's an elephant in the house when I'm walking around. Okay, because I and as by by virtue of that, I get quite like sore feet. You know, sure. I'm plodding around a lot. Oh, so I know where
0: this is going. When I, I know where this is going. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't
1: think you do. <laughs> I think I do. You go, yeah. Because so when I like go to bed, my feet are like quite sore. Okay. So what I do? I got a couple of extra pillows on my bed. Okay, I don't know where it's going. I chuck yeah. a pillow on under like my calves and like elevate my feet. <laughs> And it is the most relaxing feeling And you sleep like an absolute baby <laughs> I sort of discovered this by accident When I used to play a lot of basketball I used to get such sore feet From sure. like running and whatever else you do Like jumping and that Yeah. And so I've just carried on with it And so anyone that's ever seen me sleep so I was like, what are you doing with that pillow, mate? It's so weird But it is the most freeing and relaxing feeling So if you got a spare pillow on your bed Don't know if we're all you know lucky enough to have that Chuck it under the calves one night Pillow under the calves, you reckon? Mate? Elevate the feet slightly. Yep. Oh, it is the most relaxing and freeing feeling. There you go. And yeah,
0: try that on for size. I tell you what, mate. I reckon you part of this segment will be me trying these things on for size during the week. Yeah, well, I I'm think- just going to introduce it now, and I'm going to give you a review next week. It's so good. So I love movies, movies. I'm going to do this. So each, unless it's something like pep and tea, I can't stand tea. But I am going to this week. I'm going to chuck a pillow under those calves. Mate, and I'm going to see how it go. It's weird if you don't. <laughs> Super weird if you don't <laughs> So try that on for there size There you go No mate I thought you were going Because I know I know I believe you have a cheeky uh, Foot massage machine Do you have a foot massage machine? Have yeah I you might have right?
1: just styled me next week. Oh, recommendation
0: Oh no <laughs> Sorry mate Oh that's where that was going so. Yeah I, I, I picked up that That's where you thought it was going so, Sorry mate no, I, That's okay I, I thought okay. that's where we were heading So I thought oh, that's alright But yeah. um, you but know There you go If
1: those By the way If you're financially free enough To get one of those in your life Oh get one
0: not bad who's behind the glass now hey (laughs) um so mate that is all we have time for that is it for this for this week make sure you tune back in next week we'll be catch up on the t20 world cup and anything else that's happened so enjoy your weekend yeah make sure you, you chuck a pillow under your calves this week guys yeah thanks for listening guys we'll chat to you next week